when I was a teenager, just in the past, I don't know, 10 years ago, for example, I used to actually love putting perfume on or anything that had fragrance in it. I felt like special if I just used it, you know, it made me like feel good. But it's weird how throughout the years, as I kind of you know, eliminated one after the other. It seems boring, but it's really not. Like, I'm very happy using non-fragrance products and I still get awesome results. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Doc Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Nicoletta Brankov, board-certified dermatologist, skin, hair, and nail specialist, and plant-based beauty foods expert. This is your place to hear the whole truth on skincare, skin trends, and myths, so you can get the tools you need to take back your confidence starting now. The information in this episode is not medical advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your doctor before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the Millennial Dog Podcast. I'm back on today with Dr. Eddie, my husband, and we have an interesting topic to talk about right now. Yes, we do. So, you know, one of the things I find amusing and interesting is during the holidays, we get a lot of gifts. And one of the common gifts is actually fragrances, where they come in perfume form, cologne form, and sometimes even products, body products that will contain a lot of them. I'm sure you have a good supply of Bath and Body Works in your closet, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, that actually reminds me when I was a teenager, I loved going into that store. And that'd be like one of me and my sister's favorite stores. But now I can say I don't own any products from them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they only come in as gifts these days. But, you know, fragrances come also in form of scents, whether it be air fresheners, you know, candles, they can even have candles where you put a little uh, heat underneath and they melt the wax and they also provide an aroma. And so we're going to just talk about fragrances, how that can affect your skin and other body systems that could possibly be detrimental to you. So if you don't want me asking you, you know, a lot of times we see these products listed as fragrance free or unscented. Can you help the audience be a little better educated with these terms? How would you define them? Yeah, definitely. So it is important to understand the difference between seeing the marketing and advertising on products if it says fragrance-free versus unscented. So basically, fragrance-free actually means that fragrance materials or masking scents are actually not used in the product. However, unscented generally means that the product may actually contain other chemicals that neutralize or mask the odors of the other ingredients. So if it says unscented, that doesn't mean that a fragrance is not there. It just has certain chemicals that allow that odor to not be present. And you know, it's interesting. I was looking up on the topic and there are actually about 4,000 fragrances that can be used in products and they don't always have to be listed on the product. Part of it has to be because the person that's making the product doesn't want to disclose what the fragrance is in case somebody wants to copy it. So a lot of times they'll just say a fragrance or fragrance mix. And it's even interesting to me in baby products, a lot of them will actually have a fragrance in it, which you know, for baby skin, you want to keep it as gentle, as neutral as possible. I know you've seen the ingredient on baby oil, right? Mm-hmm. And baby oil is mineral oil plus a fragrance instead of just using mineral oil if you needed to. So even when we had our kid and we got some gifts for them, I know you had looked at some of the products and you wanted to return some of the products, right? Yes, I did. And, you know, I think companies do that because, you know, as a mom or as a new parent, it does. It's nice to have your baby 
smell a certain way. And it's just an exciting component too, I guess. If you open a product, oh, it smells, that means it's good. But yeah, definitely, whenever I look at a baby skincare item, I never just look at what the front says, but always go to the active ingredients in the back and really look for fragrance or other kind of plants-based extracts that I've learned in my you know dermatology literature that they can aggravate, especially sensitive skin. Right. And so one of the th- common things that we use is detergents, right? So can you tell us which one do you prefer to use as far as detergents? Yeah, so the one that I really recommend is the Tide Free and Gentle, or the other one is actually called All Free and Clear. So both of those I highly recommend. They are for patients with a sensitive skin or eczema prone. They are hypoallergenic and they are going to be gentle, fragrance free, and very important. And also on your washer, you can actually put that it has two cycles, so it helps rinse out any uh, leftover detergent. Sometimes with very sensitive skin, I advise my patients probably not to even use fabric softener, because as, as we know, the fabric softener is kind of what stays on the clothes to make it soft. Some of them are formulated that they have no fragrance, but they can still have some irritants to the skin. So it just depends how, how sensitive or how eczematous your skin might be. That's really interesting. And actually, I know you just mentioned an irritant could be left on the skin from the fabric softener. Can you explain kind of the difference between an irritant versus an allergen? Yeah, so an allergen is what we think of, for example, if you ate peanuts and you're severely allergic to peanuts, you would kind of develop hives. When we look at skin, allergies on the skin tend to be maybe a lot more exuberant, raised, red, itchy. Irritants could be subtle. They can be just a little patch of dry red skin that kind of slowly develops into eczema itchy skin. And so as the name implies, it slowly irritates your skin, keeps on irritating, keeps on irritating until it becomes a problem. An allergy often will present maybe more aggressively. Maybe itchier. And and itchier, yeah. But in the end, it's kind of the same result. You have a contact dermatitis or contact eczema. So, you know, another thing I wanted to bring up is often when we look at a product and turn the bottle around. I always look at the ingredients myself, but often they'll have synonyms for fragrance. And can you say some of those that may actually end up on the ingredient list? Yeah, so uh, some of the synonyms that you can find are, so other than fragrance, perfume, parfum, aroma, flavor, or like we mentioned already, unscented. Right. So all those terms are something to be knowledgeable of. And if you see that, that means it probably has a fragrance. Now, I all say this, you know, this really does apply to individuals that have a little bit more sensitive skin. Perhaps you can use anything and everything under the sun and your skin doesn't react and that's fine. But for a lot of individuals, this can be a problem, especially during the winter time. So that's why we're bringing it up. So If you don't mind, let's just talk about, you know, we were bringing up like eczema on the skin. What type of patients do you see or what kind of stories do you hear when they come to your clinic with this? Well, usually it's, you know, like, hey, doc, I've ran out of my topical steroids that they've been using and they're flaring. But then I ask them about their routine and they're not actually using a recommended cream twice a day all over their skin. So a lot of times I I find the consistency in the routine that they do it just sometimes and think that they may get results. And I find, too, that if you actually probe them with more questions, you find out that, yeah, they were using a gift that somebody got them, you know, like a Bath and Body Work or a Victoria's Secret that has a lot of fragrances and all of a sudden it's itching. But they always say, Doc, but it smells so good. And I agree. I mean, they smell really good, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should let your skin suffer because of that, right? Yeah. 
And, you know, another thing to think about is a lot of times we'll use air fresheners like in the bathroom or, you know, in the office and we spray a lot. But, you know, these air fresheners get diffused into the air and then they kind of settle down. And sometimes I've had some patients react to that as those particles land on the skin. So just something else to think about. Definitely, definitely. Just to mention some other things that fragrances can do a little bit more systemically. Some people can have worsening of their asthma as they're inhaling it. Certain allergies could erupt. Even for some people, and that applies to me, is when they have a heavy fragrance, they can have an exacerbation of a headache or a migraine. You know, and so when I pass down sometimes these Macy aisles as the women try to spray you down as you walk into the mall, I kind of get this headache that starts to develop. So I have to be a little bit careful to avoid those situations. And then obviously respiratory issues, right? We mentioned the asthma, but some people will get severe coughs, not necessarily related to asthma, but just because of this irritation, you can actually get some serious lung disease. Even cleaners, I've noticed that some of the cleaners that we kind of wipe the floors with or wipe down the toilets or the sinks and stuff. If you're around there and you're inhaling these things, they can start to really kind of cause a deep irritation. And then you notice that you're coughing more. They can't be healthy. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely. So So those are great things to, you know, keep in mind, not only for your skin, but also, you know, for your respiratory system. And of course, like, you know, the headaches, like you mentioned, for sure. So if we were talking about just products, since this is a dermatology section here, what kind of skin products do you use right now? And especially, I guess, now during the winter time to help moisturize your skin, they're potentially fragrance-free. Yeah, definitely. So Vanny Cream makes a really great cleanser for the shower um, that I use on my son. And it's very gentle, hypoallergenic. For me in the shower, I do like to use the Dove Unscented. You could get it at Costco. They have the unscented bar as well as the actual uh, bottles that you can use. And then for the actual creams, currently I am really obsessed and love the La Roche-Posay Alipicar Intensive Repair Cream. I keep that on my nightstand. I use that all over my body right after a shower. And so that's my favorite and I know yours is... Well, I also like the Vanny Cream Moisturizing Cream. That one's no perfumes, no parabens. It doesn't have any like formaldehydes that are usually kind of preservatives that they put in. But other products that I've used, and I, I will say that they are good. Cetaphil can make some very good brands. CeraVe is also another one, and they have different types of either lotions, creams, or more ointments that are a little bit thicker, uh, depending what your skin needs. And even Aveeno can make some, some really good products too, especially if you have more sensitive eczema skin, which they usually include a lot more colloidal oatmeal. So, I yeah. love that. Definitely. So let me just ask you, because I really don't like using lotion. I feel even if it's like, you know, a very good company, I just like to choose the vehicle to be a cream. What's your thought on, you know, the winter time and what people should look at when they buy their product? You know, I do have a little bit sensitive skin, and so I'm careful what I put on. And it also depends seasonally how dry my skin gets. You know, in the summer where it's a little bit more humid, there's more moisture in the air, I tend to kind of stick with a cream. Sometimes I go down to a lotion, but usually a cream. If it's really dry during the winter times, then I'll kind of go with an ointment. So I guess my go-tos right now are probably Vanny Cream, the moisturizing cream version, 
and sometimes the CeraVe healing ointment for my skin. Yes, and the healing ointment that's in the blue bottle. Yes. And, you know, I was just thinking about how when I was a teenager, just in the past, I don't know, 10 years ago, for example, I used to actually love putting perfume on and using the Bath & Body Works products and really any, maybe Sephora product or anything that had fragrance in it. I felt like special if I just used it, you know, it made me like feel good. But it's weird how throughout the years, as I kind of you know, eliminated one after the other. It seems boring, but it's really not. Like, I'm very happy using non-fragrance products, and I still get awesome results. It kind of happens over time, not to overthink it, I guess. Yeah, so I think one thing that we should all realize is that as we get older, our skin gets drier. Like, that's going to happen. And you can tell. I mean, when you were a teenager, we all had oily faces, pretty much. But, you know, you got into your 20s, things have subsided, you know, 30s, and and so on. But, you know, when you get to the point, if you're 90 years old, your skin would be very dry. Some of those oil glands that we used to have, you know, they're not so prominent anymore. They're not functioning as much to provide the moisturization that our skin needs. So even the products you use right now may change in a decade. You know, you may need something a little bit thicker. So also keep in mind the products that we use to cleanse our skin. Are they totally eliminating all the oils from our skin or are are they very gentle? So that's one. And number two is, you know, there's a whole industry in colognes and perfumes and body splashes and sprays and so on like that. And again, maybe your skin has no issue. So you can use whatever you like. For my skin and the patients that we see, I mean, they don't, they come to me because they have an issue. I usually don't recommend using those things because even in the hospital setting, you know, as an employee, what do they tell us? Don't use any type of fragrance because if you're taking care of a patient, they might have an allergy to that, right, you know, right. an irritation. And then they're coughing because of you. And then as time has gone by, I've just learned, you know, not to use that stuff. As long as I keep myself clean, I'm not, you know, spreading out my own body odor. I'm just moisturizing, keep myself clean. I see I really don't need to use a fragrance to either mask something or enhance something. But, you know, to each their own. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks, Dr. Eddie. I feel like we hit a lot today. Yeah, I think so. I just want to wish everybody a happy 2021, a safe and healthy 2021. And hopefully together, you know, we'll get through all this and we'll have better times ahead. Yeah. And as always, if you found something valuable, tag me on Instagram at Dr. Nicoletta. Share this. I love to see what you share and tag me. And as always, step out with confidence and we will see you next week. I'm over here virtually loving your glowing skin and cheering you on for finishing another episode of the Millennial Doc Podcast. I am so glad you stopped by to learn more and empower yourself on how to love your skin one day at a time. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, just head over to drnicoletta.com for the show notes and all the resources from today's episode. It would absolutely mean so much to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners and thus impact thousands and thousands of people. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, don't forget to step out with confidence.